Welcome to the latest episode of the Demolition News Radio podcast. I'm your host, Mark Anthony. Exactly six months ago today, on the 23rd of April 2020, I broadcast a live stream video in which I complained about the never-ending delays in the HSE investigation into the Didcot disaster. At the time of that live stream, 1,521 days had elapsed since the power station boiler house had collapsed, killing four demolition men. In all that time, there have been no preliminary findings, no prosecutions, and no explanation offered to the families of the four men so tragically killed on that day. Another 183 days have elapsed since I broadcast that episode, and we're still no nearer to any kind of conclusion. In the absence of any news or updates on that apparently ongoing investigation, I'm about to replay that show again, in audio form this time. And remember, although I mentioned the passing of 1,521 days since the accident, it's actually now 1,704 days. Here's that show. Now I'm broadcasting this and recording this on Thursday the 23rd of April. The boiler house at Didcot A power station collapsed 1,521 days ago. Now I used Google to figure that out, but my guess is that the families of those four men could have told me that without even checking their calendars. Chances are they could tell me the number of hours that have elapsed since, the number of minutes, where they were when they heard the news of the disaster. And for 217 weeks, the health and safety executive has been poring over a mountain of evidence in the hope of finding a smoking gun that will lead to a successful prosecution. A prosecution that will justify the millions of pounds spent in man hours while prolonging the agony of the four families, their friends and their colleagues. The HSE has been conspicuous by its absence throughout the greatest health and safety crisis this nation has ever faced. My guess is that analysing bits of tangled steel recovered from the collapsed boiler house won't be particularly high on the HSE's to-do list right now either. Has it ever been? The problem now, of course, is that the HSE has an excuse, a means with which to explain away the unfathomable delays, a COVID-coloured get-out-of-jail card. With government currently preoccupied with the small matters of death prevention and propping up the National Health Service, there is no one holding the HSE's collective feet to the flame. So when four years become five, or when five years become six, the HSE can point to the COVID-19 outbreak and say, well, if it hadn't been for that global pandemic, excuses weren't acceptable when the investigation prevented the bodies of the four men from being recovered for more than six months. It wasn't acceptable when the investigation had dragged on for two, three, and then four years. And it sure as hell isn't acceptable now, 1,521 days after the tragedy unfolded. Now, I'm not suggesting that the HSE should follow the government lead and host daily update press conferences. But issuing a carefully worded and non-committal statement on on each passing anniversary of the Didcot disaster is nothing short of a disgrace now four years on. It dishonours the memory of the men that were so tragically killed that day. And, and worst of all, it prolongs the suffering of those that were impacted most by the boiler house collapse. The families, friends and colleagues of those four men. 
For an organization with the words health and safety in its actual name, the health and safety exec executive has done precious little to protect, the, to protect the safety of demolition and construction workers during the COVID-19 outbreak. It's done even less to safeguard the mental health of those impacted by the Didcot disaster.